This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. America, America. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. You guys, this is Carly. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. You guys, it's America's birthday. Happy birthday, America. Happy 4th of July. How are you guys planning on spending 4th of July? I am planning on eating ribs, hot dogs, hamburgers, baked beans, grilled corn, macaroni and cheese, anything I can get my hands on. I think I'm probably going to eat it today because that's what you do when you celebrate America. You eat all the things and you watch the fireworks and you hang out on the lake, which I'm not going to be doing, but that does sound great. Getting my float heading down a river, I could be totally down for that. But guess what? Mommy's Tell All, we are celebrating birthdays as well. We are doing an entire episode of birth stories. You guys, birth stories are some of my favorite things to listen to because they just bring a little bit of joy. And that is what this day is about. It is about celebrating. We have Shay Scholl, Megan Schneider, and Becca Martinez on to tell their beautiful birth stories. You remember Shay Scholl. She was on the podcast a few weeks ago. She has four beautiful children. Two are adopted and two she uh, birthed herself. And we have Megan Schneider, our favorite working mom who still has the coolest job I've ever heard of in my life. And then we have Becca Martinez, one of your bachelor favorites on as well. And actually, next week, you will be hearing um, Becca on the podcast, the entire podcast she will be co-hosting with us. She is one of the coolest people to hang out with. And she had her daughter, Ruth. And oh, my goodness, that kid is a cutie patootie. So, you guys, we are going to take a quick break. And then when we get back, we will start with Shay Schultz. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Um, Yes, that's a yes for me. Me too. (laughs) If so, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, grief, self-esteem, and more. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment, which is what I love the most about BetterHelp. And anything you share is confidential and it's so convenient. You can now get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions plus chat and text with your therapist. If you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time and no additional charge. And best of all, it's truly affordable option. And for Mommies Tell All listeners, they get 10% off your first month with discount code MOMMIES. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash mommies. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them access your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. So check this out, betterhelp.com slash mommies. On our podcast, we love to hear birth stories. So if you're open to sharing, we'd love to hear both of your birth stories as well. Oh, I mean, I don't know that I've talked about my birth stories in years, but I'd be happy to. Sure. Sure. Um, one was fantastic and one was horrible. So, <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> if, 
I joke because I have, uh, I mean, both of my, they're nine and 10 now. So they're both fantastic, but one was an easy baby and one was a really hard baby. And the, the birth stories match up perfectly. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, I, I did not, I hate to say this. I, I, I tried to get pregnant for um, about two years. I did a, a lot of infertility and stuff. And so I finally did get pregnant and I did not like it. I was sick. I was mm-hmm. so, so sick the whole night. I'm not, I threw up every single day, including the day I had both of them. I mean, they oh. took me to the bitter oh. end of puking. Pregnancy so, is so hard. Oh my gosh. It was like, the, <laughs> I hate to say it was the worst thing ever. Cause I know there are so many women that would just love to be pregnant, but it just was not my favorite experience. Um, I get my that. Da- oh my gosh. My daughter, uh, I was induced, you know, I was like, First time pregnant person, that sounded like a good idea because it sounded like ending the throwing up, right? Mm -hmm. So he was like, we will induce you. And I just wanted the child out. So I was like, that's great. So, I mean, I was induced. I went in at um, like 8 p.m. and he induced me and he broke my water and I never got bigger than a one. And then at 1.30 1.30 the next day, oh. he was like, I'm going to put you out of your misery and we're going to do a C-section. I'd never been happier to hear someone's cutting me open in my life. <laughs> oh. It was just, I was in labor, but I was not progressing at all. Yeah. At all. I mean, I joke with her. She's almost 11. I'm like, you would still be in there today. Like, you are <laughs> not going to come out. And so... You know, and like the whole time, like my husband's like eating dinner and watching TV and taking a nap. Like his life looked lovely. And I just, I hated him. I hated, I hated everything in that moment. So I had a C-section. He broke my water at like 8 p.m. I had a C-section at 2.34 the next afternoon. And uh, I loved the C-section. And my friends think I'm crazy, but I've never had, I've never had a baby the other way. Maybe I would love that. Maybe, maybe that'd be my favorite thing ever. But I loved my C-section. I got to stay in the hospital a long time. It was amazing. <laughs> I love right? staying I mean, in the hospital. Me they too. dote I, on you. They give yes. you good medicine. You get they food. They bring you ice water. Yeah, yes. it's really great. I like it too. I loved it. I got to stay with my first one five nights. That's amazing. She, it was. She had jaundice. I was like, woohoo, more nights because of that. Like, it was amazing. But I my, so get that. Yes, my friends that had vaginal deliveries are like, you are insane. But I'm like, no, I mean, it was it's a break. wonderful. Yes. 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 My friends that had vaginal deliveries, I, they, they have a baby and they go home like if, like the next morning. <laughs> I'm like, no. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my no. gosh. Yeah. I, I'm having a midwife deliver my baby and they send you home like six hours after. <gasps> no, I see like. Um, like Meghan Markle and Princess Kate, and they're like standing up like an hour and a half oh. after they gave birth. And I'm like, oh my gosh. They're like, unicorns. Like right there is why I could not marry one of the royals right there. Like I could not do You're that. You're like, nope. Nope. Like there's no way I'm standing out there in heels and pearls an hour after I have a baby. Uh, so my first one, it just C-section ended up loving it. And so then when I got pregnant, six months later, um, he said, do you want to do a VBAC or do you want to schedule C-section? I was like, oh, let's schedule that C-section. And that was the greatest thing ever. Like my C-section was scheduled for noon and I didn't have to get there till like 1045. And I had on full hair and makeup and jewelry. 
and I didn't sweat, and I just like <laughs> I love walked you. in. Yeah, they gave me <laughs> this that sounds dural. right up my alley right yeah. now. Cut that baby boy out. <laughs> and I, I look amazing in all of the like post baby pictures, right? Like after after Kensington, my oldest was born, I look horrible. But after Smith was born, his hair, <laughs> makeup, jewelry. I mean, I you were a so royal awesome. right then. I was, I yeah. was. I mean, I couldn't stand up because I couldn't feel my legs, but I, <laughs> I, that scheduled C-section was amazing. I loved it. So, I mean, one good, one bad. She, uh, bless her heart. She like didn't sleep through the night until forever. She wouldn't potty train. And he was like my rock star baby. So they're very different, both of them. I mean, how amazing was that story? Gosh, I love her. She is just so fun and go with the flow. And oh my goodness, I just, I just idolize her. I just love her. And uh, up next, we will hear from one of our favorite working moms, Megan Schneider. We love birth stories yeah. on this podcast. So can you tell us about your birth yeah, story? Yeah, I'll give you a summarized version. And I've always uh, loved hearing this and um, because Audrey is a month uh, after Bella. So I loved following you guys right in that time when I was getting ready because I know during the whole pregnancy, um, that was pretty smooth. But my worst fear, scariest fear was the labor and delivery part. It's so scary. Yeah. Not knowing. Totally. So now come baby number two in the future, I'm like, yeah, I can conquer this. I'm ready. Yes. Labor and delivery. Okay, so I was 40 weeks and I went into the doctors and she told me, you are not dilated, you are not efaced. I'm sorry, but I don't think you're going to have this baby naturally. And and I was determined to have this baby naturally. A little preface was um, going into this, um, I wanted to see how, what my limits were, how far I could take um, with my own pain tolerance. And I really wanted to try and have a not medicated birth. Mm-hmm. And so that was a goal in mind, but I'm not opposed to epidural. I just wanted to kind of challenge myself to yeah. see what I can take. Um, I'm 40 weeks and I am um, now out of work and I am going to the gym with my girlfriend and we are doing um, squats and the elliptical and stairs and uh, everything. And I am determined to uh, start dilating and get this baby moving. Yeah, totally. We were doing that every single day. I, uh, my husband was at work and I just said, you know, beware. You might get a call at any moment. If my water breaks <laughs> at the gym, I have no idea. There really wasn't any progress. It was the weekend. Um, so that was on a Wednesday. Um, it was the weekend. So my husband and I decided let's go hiking and do some hill climbs. <laughs> So uh, oh. that's what we did. We did about three miles. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And we got back. And I think that was on um, Friday. About two weeks before, my girlfriend told me, and it went all over Facebook. I'm sure a handful of people have seen it, about the salad that induces labor. What? I've never I've, heard of yeah, this. Yeah, what okay, is the salad? For this? salad? Jade, be ready. It's in Studio City. And oh. it's, I might be saying it wrong, but it's uh, Coyotes. And it's a small Italian restaurant. It's been there for about 25 years. And they said they have anywhere from five to 20 pregnant people come in a day to get this salad. I swear. Magic. So what you do is you eat the entire salad, which is delicious. Don't be afraid of it. What's in it? So, oh God, they, they make like a vinaigrette and they said they have all these like herbs and spices. They won't tell the secret, of course. And it's just like different lettuce and beans and cheese. No, it's, it's, to me, it's just like a vinaigrette salad. It was, it was delicious. 
after you eat the salad, though, you have to take a shot of the dressing. So that's the worst part. Just a heads up um, because it's kind of thick, you know. And oh. But do it because I promise. I mean, it worked for, I'll get there, but worked for some of us. My girlfriend went and she had the salad. Um, <laughs> that night she went into labor and no. had her baby. Yes. Oh so this God. was her second baby. So I'm like, oh, maybe your body was just ready, right? So, but here my doctor told me, this baby's not coming out on its own, right? Um, Saturday, we decide to come out, make the drive to Studio City. Oh, my God. We get the salad. We eat the salad, take the shot of the dressing. Husband gets the pizza. It's great. So you can tell Tanner that he can get the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and we make the drive back. We are probably 30 minutes from home. And I never really had Braxton Hicks or anything. And contractions hit. No way. This salad yes. is magic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, it is. So um, it started raining, so we knew we wanted to go walking, stay active, like, I'm getting this baby out. And so we decided to go walk around all of Target, and we go to Walmart and walk around all of Walmart. And we go back home, and I lost my mucus plug. No way! <laughs> wow. Yeah, so we're like, okay, we're, we're getting near. So I start timing my contractions. So as I mentioned, I am a busybody. I don't like to sit still. So I knew I didn't want to go to the hospital very early on because you can't pin me to a bed and I didn't really want to walk around the halls or anything. Yeah. So my goal was to labor at home as much as possible. And I have a girlfriends that are labor and delivery nurses. They kind of told me how to go about that and when you need to go to the hospital. I timed my contractions, attempted to get some sleep overnight. Um, it was Sunday. We decided to like go for walks, just hang out, watch TV. So the worst part was I had really, really bad back labor. So every contraction, I kind of just had a hunch up and I couldn't move. Um, Husband's super supportive. The only relief I'd get is kind of in the uh, lower back or sciatica. He'd put pressure on me. Mm. So that was great. And we'd go for walks and I'd have to stop and he'd kind of hold me and then we'd get going again. And um, so I labored at home as much as possible and my contractions got really close. My girlfriend's kind of said, yeah, if they're um, within three to five minutes apart for like an hour and a half, like you're near. And I'm like, okay. So I was there. Um, I mean, I'd have them anywhere from like two to four minutes apart. So my girlfriend was off shift and she came over and she actually checked me. Kind of awkward, but uh, whatever. (laughs) Um, And so she checked me and she goes, girl, you're having this baby. Like you're three to four centimeters dilated. You're 60 to 70% e-face. Like it's it's go time. She's all, go for another lap, pack your bag and get to the hospital. So that's what we did. And we got over to the hospital. You know, they check you for an hour, monitor you to make sure they can admit you. Um, They did. And when they first checked me, I was exactly what she said. And the time passed and I progressed. And so they admitted me. And from there, it just, it was kind of a blur, but I remember um, (laughs) it went very quickly and I just kept progressing. And I didn't cave and get the epidural just yet. Um, But then I ended up getting the like uncontrollable shakes Mm-hmm. And I was, it, the they became like a minute apart, the contractions. And my husband was like, I, I can't see you like this anymore. Like y- your eyes are filled with water. You're shaking. Like, you know, it might be time. And I'm like, okay. She checked me. I was at eight centimeters. Wow. So it was like, ah, oh, it's now or never. And so we went ahead and I, I did go ahead and go forward with it. Um, it was really quick. And shortly after my water broke. The baby was in position, and um, I was fortunate because um, in our area, um, you don't necessarily get the doctor you've seen the entire time. It's whoever's on call. Wow. And I loved my doctor, and I really wanted my doctor. And thank God it was my doctor's call on week, um, that weekend. So, But she was at home because here it's the middle of the night at this time. 
I was also fortunate. One of my other friends uh, was my nurse in labor and delivery. That's wow. so nice. So, yeah, having that support was huge and having my trust in her and everything. She was like almost like a built-in doula. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Jennifer was amazing. So um, she was like, okay, you know, it's time to start practice pushes and then we're going to call the doctor. I'm like, wait, you're going to call the doctor after the practice pushes? Oh, like, gosh. Okay. So we start practice pushes, and uh, two pushes in, I'm crowning. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So um, You're the best pusher there ever apparently, was. Apparently. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I guess, I guess I'm good at it. Um, so, yeah, she's like, okay, um, hold tight. I got to call the doctor. I'm like, hold tight? Like, I'm having contractions and holding a baby. Like, what? Um, you can't suck it back in. Right? So uh, she uh, tries to get a hold of the doctor and can't get a hold of the doctor. So she's like, um, I tried her house when I tried her cell phone. Let me call the nurse's station. Um, just, just hang tight. And I'm like, Jen, you're going to deliver this baby. Like, uh, I don't know if I can hold off. Like, I, you're going to deliver this baby. Joe's like, we trust you, Jen. Like, you're, you're good. You can do this. She's like, no, please. Like, your doctor would get really upset. Like, she's really strict on that. Like, she wants to be there for her clients. And I'm like... Okay. You can't just go. You can't hold a baby. I'm so stressed out right now. (laughs) No. Um, I managed. uh, So, yeah. um, The doctor, she, fortunately, she, I guess, only lives like five minutes away. So she got there. I did a couple pushes. Uh, my husband said maybe it was like maybe 10, 15 minutes tops, and out came our little screaming Audrey. Oh my God. All right, you guys. Next, we have Becca Martinez with us to tell us about her birth story with Ruth. Again, one of the coolest people you'll ever meet and one of the coolest stories you'll ever hear. We love you, Becca. And when we get back from the break, we will hear her. You know what's hard, though, is when your boobs are growing um, to find the perfect bra. Oh, my gosh. It's it's near impossible, Jade. But guess what makes it possible? Third love. Our favorite bra place ever. I mean, it's so crazy with my growing boobies. They have so (laughs) many different sizes. Third Love offers more than 70 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes. That's wild. And all you have to do is you go online, you take this... Fit Finder quiz. You answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds. And over 12 million women have taken this quiz. And it's actually fun. It takes less than a minute to complete. And they have a 100% fit guarantee. So every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's hands down like the most comfortable bra. They're so comfy. You will ever own. And the straps don't slip because I hate that when you're sitting there and all of a sudden your strap just falls down. That's not sexy. It's so annoying. It's really annoying. And Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash mommies now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash mommies for 15% off today. Okay. I know people are definitely interested in talking about your birth story because I think I might have started a rumor about you. Oh, God. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Jay. Oh, no. Well, I'm just going to jump into this. Okay. Um, on our Facebook group, I think I told people I thought that you were trying to have an orgasm when you were <gasps> giving birth. Wait. And that's that's so- amazing. That's a good rumor. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> no. And I think 
<laughs> I think it's only because we talked about like hypnobirthing a little bit, oh, no. and we talked about like uh, Ina May. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh my God, she is my my idol, and she, yeah. her books were my Bible throughout and, my pregnancy. And she talks about orgasm births, and so for some she reason, does. I thought I like, you were trying to achieve one, and then so everybody in my Facebook group. After you came on the podcast, they're like, we have to know if she had an <laughs> orgasm during birth. And I was like, oh, God, I think I said something that was not true. That is so <laughs> and funny. And then everybody was like. Whoa. I mean, I like that. I like that rumor. I was like doing research on orgasmic birth. Like, I don't know if you guys listen to the birth hour at all, but yeah. I was there's different episodes on that. And I found that really interesting. And then, yeah, I was reading uh, Ina May. And Wait, what are you supposed to do to achieve one? You're not like, supposed to do anything. Oh, it's just, just like could women have could not re- happen. Yeah, and the point is just like uh, in those stories is that birth doesn't have to be excruciating. Gotcha, it can actually gotcha, gotcha. be like an ecstatic experience or yeah. an orgasm or even an orgasmic, orgasmic experience. experience. I mean, which I guess could make sense. Like if you're really in like in a yeah. state of relaxation oh, and meditation, yeah. I mean, you've got something... Real big Ouchie. coming through that vaginal canal. Hits <laughs> <laughs> you in the know. right place. Well, because it, it is. It's all the same sensory nerves. It's so crazy. It's just like you're yeah. experiencing it in a very different way. And then people, it's part of like riding the waves of contractions. So if you're into hypnobirthing, they talk about that to like ride the wave and, and then it can actually end up being very pleasurable. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see. And it is. It is. It's not like a sexual orgasm. It is more like that ecstatic. Right. I see. Euphor- that makes sense. Euphoric release. I see that. Well, and I also know it's kind of like weird for some people to think about, but Ina May talks about like touching yourself while you're um, crowning because that can help your muscles oh, to relax okay. and open up more. Which can be kind of hard, I guess, if you have your whole birth team in the room. You're oh just my like, gosh. excuse me excuse over me, here. Molly. Well, also, everything's yeah. so swollen. It's down so there. intense. It's yeah. like everything's just like, it's not the same when you're giving birth. If you ever mm-hmm. watch crowning videos, no. nothing looks right. No. <laughs> it's so expanded. Everything's so swollen. Everything down there is crazy. So yeah. weird. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you could touch it, but. Yeah, I actually like. I don't want to get too far ahead into the story, but um, <laughs> but at one point I was like, "How can I like m- try to make this better?" And yeah. I was just like, tr- "I mean, I was just trying to like feel around, and it was everything is so intense. It's like right. you know, it, it, there was no like everything's it's out. Har- of- I'm sure it's probably. Har- I mean, I had an epidural, but I can't imagine being in that much pain and even thinking about doing anything other than being. You know what, though? I will say that it wasn't, um, I mean, there there is points of pain, but I felt like, the, for me, the experience was more, like, just very intense. Uh. Like, I wasn't even, like, um, I mean, if you see my birth video, I'm never, like, <laughs> part of the reason is because I had a long labor, so, like, 31 hours, and there's positive to it because things slowly open uh. instead of just being, like, rushed, oh, boom, totally. boom, boom, like, in yeah, five yeah, hours. Yeah. Um, so I, like there was only a couple points where I really felt like this is painful. The rest of it just felt like this is super intense. So wait, let's something. just get really okay. into it. Then let's okay. talk about your first story. Okay. <laughs> so I went into labor. I was 40 weeks and three days. Okay. And, uh, I took some like homeopathy, little pill things that my midwife recommended mm-hmm. since I was overdue. I also walked the equivalent of 17 flights of stairs. Oh my gosh. Um, which Ouch. made me so tired during labor. I, was like, <laughs> I don't actually recommend it. And I also went shopping on the promenade and walked for like three miles the day before, too. That's at least a good distraction. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was shopping for like my post baby. I was yeah. like, I'm going to get high waisted pants. Oh my and gosh, like, yes. ooh, I was so excited. Crop tops. Yeah. I was stoked. 
But then I I went into labor. I was actually watching um, World War Z with my parents. Oh my gosh, so I scary love, movies. I love that you remember that. Oh yeah, because I hate that movie. It's so scary, and it's so scary. I think it got my hormones going because I was like in fight or flight mode or something. Totally. And I lost my mucus plug. Oh, yeah. Uh, little mucus plug. I remember it, losing that thing. Yeah. And the funny thing is my mom, my labor was a lot like my mom's with me. I was her first child. And she described going into labor at like 2 a.m. in the morning. And she's like, Becca, if that happens to you, try to go back to sleep. Like, get rest. It's going to be a long journey, <laughs> you know? Yes, and of mom. course, I like started having contractions at 2 a.m. And I'm like sitting up in bed, like timing every single totally. one, you know? Like, this yeah. is happening. It's so exciting. Yeah. Uh, and then my labor stopped pretty much altogether in the morning, like when the sun came up mm. and all day long, I'd have like a contraction, like once every hour. And I went to the birth center and my midwife checked me and I was, uh, one centimeter dilated. Oh, okay. Um, but I didn't feel discouraged. I was like, okay, this is probably going to happen like tonight or tomorrow or something. And then when the sun went down is kind of like when my labor started kicking off again. Like my my midwife or my doula or somebody told me You're that that might happen. Goddess. Yeah, it was like 6 p.m. Sun went down and suddenly like back to every like eight or nine wow. minutes, the contraction started coming again. That is again. crazy. Funny. Yeah, it was weird. I think it's like a feeling of safety. Like you're cloaked in darkness. Like, Ooh, yeah, I your, like that. Your body probably relaxes a little mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah. Know, yeah, and like biologically, maybe then the predators can't get you, or Ooh. I don't, I don't know. Ooh, I like I, where this is going. I have no yeah. idea. But my contraction started back up again. Basically, I labored all throughout the night at home. Grayson went to sleep around like eleven p.m. or midnight, and I was kind of like laboring by myself for like three or four hours. And I had just had this rhythm where I would just get out of bed and just like walk to my bathroom, and then I would like stand at the sink and sway back and forth and kind of like just sort of look at myself in the mirror. And then after every contraction, I would have to like sit on the toilet and just like pee every <laughs> after every single contraction. I totally get that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then around like three or four, I started having like contraction on top of contraction. Uh-huh. And I was kind of freaking out. I had been avoiding getting in the shower because I had read that it can slow down your labor. And I was like, I don't want to stall again. Oh. Yeah. So I was like holding off as long as possible because um, I'd heard lots of stories where that can happen. Yeah. But then um, I called my doula and she was just like, mm, get in the shower or something that'll slow things down. I was also vomiting a lot. And oh, so that's awful. It felt good, honestly. I hate throwing up re- more than anything. Although the release after you threw up feels good. That's the thing. Yeah. I, it felt like the release of energy. Yeah. The one th- thing about the experience that was really kind of disappointing is I guess I didn't like communicate my expectations to my doula because mm. like- it was just kind of weird because like I called her multiple times, like my contractions are picking up. They're like yeah. every six or seven minutes apart. Then I called her to say that they were one on top of the other. And like, she didn't ever really make herself like, she didn't never said like, Oh, do you want me to come? She oh, was, that's is disappointing. Yeah. And so I sort of felt like, and she like was a in, little bit alone. Well, I just felt like I needed somebody to advocate for me totally. to her. Say, yeah. Isn't that the antithesis of a doula? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, like she should be my advocate. Instead, I feel 100%. felt like sh- somebody needed to advocate for me to have her be there. Anyway, like that was disappointing. But I called my mom at like four o'clock in the morning and my mom was just, you can see it in the video. She was just totally there for me. She was massaging my back. She was just like, 
very present and not overbearing any kind of way. She knew the mm-hmm. perfect balance. She'd be a great doula of just like <laughs> whispering encouragement and That's like doing amazing. counter pressure and helping me out of bed. And uh, I was just like sleeping in between contractions like every two or three minutes that I could. And then I'd get out of bed and waddle to the bathroom and do that. And then around six in the morning, I was like, okay, I think it's kind of time to go to the birth center. And I decided when we got there, and it's funny, in the car, I was like, it was great because we were in LA at six in the morning. So no traffic on a Saturday. It was perfect. So it was only 10 minutes to get there. I was like clutching the back of the, I was Ugh. backwards in the car chair. Oh God. Labor in the car is the worst. It was wild. I, I, yeah, contractions in the car. <laughs> and everyone, my sister and Grayson and my mom were in the car and they were like, right turn, we're making a right turn. Like hold, left turn. Like so oh dramatic. Yeah, so we got there at like six in the morning or something and I didn't want them to tell me what I was at like dilated because I didn't want to get discouraged because I was like, hot damn. If I just went through a whole night of contractions and I'm dilated to like a four, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through this, you know? And I was, I was like, this has been really intense. Well, they didn't tell me. Turns out I was at a nine when I got to the birth center. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was like right there. And the funny thing is I'm such a bitch. I looked at Grayson and my mom and I go, this isn't as hard as people say it oh is. My oh my no! Until I ate my words when it came to the pushing part. Let oh. me tell you. I knew then I, I must have been pretty dilated because shortly after I was like, when can I get in the tub? And they're like, you can get in right now. And really? I was like, Whoa. oh, sweet. Like, oh. I'm about to push. This is this is dope. This so, is dope. <laughs> so excited. And uh, then I got in the tub. And then I think that's when I really went into transition because mm. I was throwing up and I felt her head like drop into my pelvis. Oh, whoa. It didn't hurt. I was just like, oh my God. And that's when I realized it was game time. Wow. And the strange thing was, I just wanted to keep contracting. I was like, no guys, I got this contraction thing on lock. I do <laughs> I already not. Figured this out. Yeah, I do not want to start pushing. So I had just been surrendering. So it was like not that big of a deal. Like, I mean, it was, but I just had gotten in my rhythm. You yeah. know, like I was totally. in my that rhythm. I was in it. Oh, and then... Oh God. I had to start pushing. Oh, and gosh. yeah, I just like, I had this big fear too because my mom, um, my mom had a pretty traumatic experience in the hospital. She ended up having an episiotomy and oh, like a fourth man. degree tear. She had a lateral episiotomy. Like, Ooh. yeah, yeah. So it was just like bad. And that was my fear. And the funny thing about contractions is I kept telling myself like, there's no harm being done to my body. You know, this is part of the process. But then I was like, with pushing, there could be some serious harm done to my body. And that that freaked me out. So I was like hesitant pushing. And sometimes I was literally like lying to my midwife. She'd be like, okay, push on your next contraction. I'd be like, I'm not having a contraction, you know, like I don't, (laughs) I don't have any urge to push. And I was definitely like feeling it Uh. in the moment. So that was scary. I pushed for two and a half hours. Oh my God. And I, like I said, I was just very hesitant. Like I probably could have pushed her out sooner, uh-huh. but I just kept being like, I got scared. It is scary. It's totally scary. I got scared. Yeah. And then the fear also made things like more painful because, and it was car- counterintuitive because I was tightening all right, of my right. pelvic floor and tightening my vagina because oh. I was scared, totally. tightening my Makes butt, sense. and then also trying to push at the same time. So I just kind of was like, I don't know, not having it. And I was kind of starting to freak out. And then I just got to this point where I remember like in the tub and I looked at the ceiling and I was just like, you got to just do this. Like you got this. And you can see it in the video. I look very peaceful. I was just like, okay, here we go. 
And then I pushed her head out. I will oh say it was way better in the water than out because I pushed both on the bed and okay. in the water. The water definitely helped things. And then uh, pushed her little head out. The cutest little head. Look at that little <laughs> head. And you can see in my birth video, I have this big old smile on my face, even though I haven't pushed out her body because I'm just like, yes, yes something's like, out. The worst is over. Yeah. And then I pushed her body out and uh, oh, saw that she was a girl. So, you know, Aww. we didn't know, oh, even though yeah. I felt like I knew. And uh, yeah, and then we got to go home like four hours later, which is the awesome wow. part of the birth center. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite parts is then we got to like sleep in our bed that night. That was that in a nutshell. You know what I love? I love my cat. But you know what I don't love about cats? I don't like cleaning up their litter box, which is actually why I send Evan to do it now. And he loves me even more because I have switched to Arm & Hammer cloud control litter. There's no cloud of like nasties when he scoops up and it's 100% dust free. It's free of heavy perfumes. It helps reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. You're welcome, Evan. That's new cloud control cat litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to you. Again, next week, we will be talking to Becca for the entire episode. She was cracking me up with her birth stories, too. I love her for being so real on those. Like, she was saying things that I was like, oh, my God, I like... I love you because you're being so honest. I mean, there's got to be women out there who felt the exact same way. Oh, totally. I just, I, I mean, you know how I am. I'm like the easier birth, the better. Yeah. And I do like, <laughs> I, I really like the, ho the hospital to me was a little break. I remember I was talking to one of my friends the other day and she said, um, she was like, oh my gosh, she has four kids. She's like, oh, I always send my husband. I was like the first baby he stayed. Then I was like, oh no, you can leave. This is like my, my pampering time. Like. I'm going to have these two nights by myself with my baby and I am going to eat and sleep and do all the things for me. That's so funny because I had the exact opposite feeling. Like I didn't want to be at the hospital. I didn't like the nurses coming and checking on me. They were trying to make me poop when I didn't want to poop. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah, the pooping thing is weird. I don't know. I had the nicest nurses. I mean, you know, the lady who bothered me the most was like the lactation consultant. She kept coming in and I just kept saying, my husband is my lactation consultant. He's taking my boob and putting my baby's mouth and it's working out great. And he really was good at that. That's funny. I, See, I didn't mind the lactation consultants, but I had three different ones when I was in the I hospital. had one. She was really? just, yeah. I was just like, we got it. We got oh. it in here. Lady. One of them did like kind of shame me for having breast implants. She was like, oh, oh my are, are you sure you're going to be able to do this? And I'm like. What? I mean, yes, I'm going to try. <laughs> oh, that's so And I annoying. actually had a really great breastfeeding relationship with Emerson. We did great together. But no, it's just so funny because I her, hearing her like talk about the hospital as a spa was something I never experienced. So I I'm glad totally there's out, women that. out there who feel that way. Yeah, I like I so resonated with that. I really did. I even like brought like things to make it feel more spa-like and it really did. I think I need to do that this yeah, time. Yeah, you got to do I'm, it. Although I'm giving birth at a birth center again if if I can c carry this baby to full term. So. Which you are going to. Yes. Okay, happy 4th of July. Thank you so much for listening and we will we will get back to you next week. Bye guys. Bye. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.